Yeah. Even when we start now? Yeah. You're recording? Okay. God, we just thank you for just this opportunity to come together. God, I pray that um, I pray that your purposes uh, go forth. I pray that you would um, guide our conversation. I pray that it would be productive and enlightening and encouraging and whatever other adjectives um, that would be helpful. God, I pray that you get the glory. Um, and I just pray that uh, we come out um, elevated, God, in Jesus' name. And I pray for anyone that may be listening to this, God, that something that is said is um, that it is used to encourage, inspire, and and uplift others um, in the audience. In Jesus' name, amen. And I pray, and I ask your name, I am. Okay, um, to start off the intro, hi, you guys. You know, this is the Danny J Show. Have a seat and tap in. Uh, you know that my show is raw and it's enlightening to lift up anyone who needs help. Um, on continue doing the series on love, I have a special guest with me. Um, it's going to be from a woman's perspective. It's my sister, my sister in spirit. Um, this was on a humbug, y'all. Uh, everyone else that I kind of asked, I asked like pre in advance. So, this one is kind of on a rush. So, as she did the prayer, it's still going to be a great show. Um, the first question I ask is, what is your definition of love? Hmm. What is my definition of love? Gosh, let me tell you, I don't do well <laughs> with open-ended questions because I, I I think too much um but what is love I think love is love though it we tend to think of it as a feeling I think it's an action um I think it it is it is a it is an act of service and loyalty and devotion and that can and that can look a lot of different ways but i think that that um love is acted out with those characteristics um it's those characteristics walked out you know loyalty devotion um covering um compassion empathy i think yeah, I mean, it's it's all of those above. I mean, it's um, your definition of it. Um, I'm still struggling with it, but um, I'm working through it. Um, these questions, um, I'm just going to depend on how the flow of the room go. Uh, they're going to be asked. Some I ask straight one through eight, and then just depending on how the conversation go, uh, mm -hmm. they're just gonna kind of jump out. Uh, the mm -hmm. next one is, uh, the next one is how have life experience shaped your perspective on love? Mm. I would say that, um, obviously at another point in time, maybe I felt like love was something different. So my understanding of love has been, 
has been um, shaped to understand that it is not words, that it's not just about words, because at one point in time, that answer would have been a lot more simple mm-hmm. um, and a lot more surface. But life has taught me that love and word and love and action don't always equal. And I think that love and word is can be cheap. That doesn't cost anything. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't have to be true, you know, um, just because you say it. So I think that's why I love it. It's never to me anything that's spoken. You can say you love someone and be honest about it. But the reality of love is in the action and it's the way that you live and it's the way that you walk. Um, so I think life has taught me that love has to be shown. It has to be visible in how you treat me. And um, I think one of the other things that love that that life has taught me is that even though I've just said everything that I said, some people, although they love you, although the, the love that they have for you may be true, they... Um, our life experiences don't always land us at a place where we know how to love well. Right, right, right. And that doesn't mean that there's not affection or empathy or some forms of loyalty. You know what I mean? But everybody doesn't know how to love well. And that love is a, it's a practice. You know, like Mm -hmm. it's a skill, like... Mm -hmm. It's, uh, you know, because we feel, I feel like the way love was presented earlier in earlier stages of our lives, it's, uh, it's almost like the wind that blows and it's like, so you just, you love and you, you're, you're supposed to naturally know how to do it, you know, effectively and efficiently. And that's not, that's a myth, I think, because we all, you know, we all come from different backgrounds and lives and different, we all have different traumas and, you know, and so I think you have to learn how to love well. And the crazy thing is, you know, everyone, you learn different. You learn Uh different with each one, like the way you will love one person will not be the same way you love another. Oh, for sure. For sure. And I think, and I think that's a, that's a good point because I think, that as you learn how to love well, you learn that what one person needs to see as love to them. And, you know, that brings up the whole love languages, you know, conversation, you know, because I I think that that isn't because you think about it, like, I think for both parties, if we're talking about two individuals, you do have to think of it in terms of, for, for both parties. So if I'm looking at it like I need to know that you love me, the way that you could do that would be to present it in this in these specific ways. Right. But I also need to understand that even if it's not cared to me directly in the way that I would automatically view it as love, I also need to, if I'm loving my partner, whoever this is, I need to understand them and know that this is the way they love. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean there doesn't need to be some compromises and how we deliver that love to each other. But it's kind of like, you know, sometimes we get on this high horse of, well, you're not. And yeah, it's like, but you know this person, you know this person, and you know if they're doing this, that's an act of love. You know what I mean? Yeah. Someone had said something to me that they said they're not going to teach 
the person, they should have just already know. And, mm-hmm. you know, every time they have said that, it just never set well with me. Because I like, disagree. Oh, I disagree. I think that's that toxic. I think that's this. You know, we always have these things that we have to fight against in pop culture. Yeah. And, you know, all the time we're coming out with these new phrasings and these new, like, mantras that sound really great. And people repost them and they sound great. And uh, and I think that's one of them. Like, I'm not going to teach you how to love me. And it's like, come on, that's that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. And you it's childish. You have to teach a child how to do everything new. You have to teach when you go to your job. You have to be taught how to do that job. When you take a new role on, uh, if it's uh, business, school, or, you know, anything. You have to be uh-huh. taught how to do it correctly. So, you know, for me, I, I'm I'm one of those. I'm a giver. I'm, I'm a giver in love. But I'm not a uh-huh. person in words. But if my mate is affirmation is words, then I'm going to have to dig deep in myself and, you know, give that. I I have Uh to, you know, because I'm not going to be the one one sided that, oh, you're giving me this and you're doing that. And I'm looking like, well, what do you want me to say it for? Like, that wouldn't be fair to, Uh you know, your mate, which is funny because I had wrote six questions down for you. And one of the questions that I've asked everyone is love and action, emotion or both. And you had actually kind of covered it. Because, you know, uh-huh. some people think it's action, some people think it's emotion, and I feel like it has to be both. One probably has to be the person that shows the emotion, and one has to probably be the person that does the action for a good balance. But that's just me, you know, my thinking. Because uh-huh. I'm not a person of words, you know, I'm, i just never really been. It just depends on who it is and how comfortable I feel with you for me to share myself. That's just not something uh-huh. I would do. I'll be around person seven years and they still have no idea who I am. It's just, I'm just not a person of words. So uh-huh. that's kind of cool. I, I actually like that. Um, does love hurt? You know, I'm hesitant on this question only because I'm fully aware that I don't know everything, you know, but See, um, <laughs> and I have recently no right or wrong answers. It's just <laughs> and I recently <laughs> have heard some talks about about this, this similar question. And I'm like, mm, I hadn't really kind of fleshed it out enough or whatever or really at all. And if you don't but, know, you don't know. I mean, it's, there's no right or wrong answers. <laughs> no, for real. I know. But you know what I will say is that my perspective is that it does and this is why I know that we don't want anything that hurts but I feel like the reason why I think that love hurts is because love is sacrificial and love forgives and love covers so if I'm covering and I'm forgiving that means that there's something that took place that I had to that had to cause hurt you know what I'm saying like those imply that at some point in time there's going to be some forms of hurt because the thing about it is like if we're being real if we're not being pie in the sky and living in fantasy land you're dealing with me and I'm dealing with you, we're humans. Mm-hmm. We fail, we fall, we don't and that doesn't that doesn't and that doesn't have to look like the big fails that people think of. Because even in this instance, you've never said what type of love. I don't know if we're talking about I'm not limiting this to any one type of love. Not romantic, you know, it could be family, it could be friend, whatever. But in any of those situations, I might not show up that day. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. On the day that this thing mattered to you, and I might have my own stuff, or I might yeah, just be feeling yeah. in my selfish time that you never know. Whatever the situation or circumstance can be, I guarantee you, I'm not going to show up for you one time when you need me to, just because that's life. And you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I might be needing that for me, and I might not have the words that day because of the mental space that I find myself in. And that don't even have to be a day. day. That'd be like months. Like sometimes, yo, this is a rough period. I can't show up for you the way that I normally would. And depending on your need, I hurt you. That's so awesome. You know what I mean? It could be as simple as that. I love that. That's why I love praying over because it just flows so amazing. Because the next question I'm asking, how many times are you supposed to forgive a person? And love. You know, I don't think there's a number, and I have really been challenged with this, with a friend of mine. A friend of mine is just like, yo, you, you really, like, you get, you, you, you give way too many chances, was the perspective. Yeah, I'm one of those. And it never really, like, it's the same repeated thing that probably happened continuously, but it's because it's in different forms. I don't pay exactly. attention to it. Mm-hmm. So, and it's like, especially if someone knows me well, then they know mm-hmm. if I give her a couple months, then she'll forget all about it. And then I can just come in and ask for something or have her to help me do something. And then I'll uh-huh. just unselfishly do it all over again. And in the same yeah. process, I end up getting hurt and then I get pissed off and then I walk right. away and then it just repeats until there's someone like your friend that says hey how many times are you going to continue to do this and you Uh don't realize how many times you're doing it until someone Uh else is like hey you know because even you know your niece she was like ma why do you keep putting yourself in situations that it always fails for you but it makes them Uh great and I'm like what she's like you don't ever notice you keep doing it and I'm like so you know it's just you know because yeah. 70 times seven but it's like you can't keep doing the same thing over and over and again but it's like they're not really but they are because mm-hmm. they're just doing it in different forms right i think that um i think that even with scripture 70 times seven i think um my let me say my interpretation or how I carry that out um is in forgiving but I do think that wisdom says and I don't think this is a number either I don't think there's a set number because if I gave you a set number that would assume that 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 would put uh, if there was a specific number for every person, mm. then to me, that's not grace because mm. grace is not specific like that. You don't deserve any of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't, I don't think you could ever put a number on it. And, and 70 times seven, obviously that assumes like that's a ridiculous, you know, number that's, that's, that's being, like that's not being literal, you know, <laughs> that's to say, yo, you're going to that that's that's your strive to constantly forgive but i do think wisdom says and the bible talks all about wisdom wisdom says i forgive you however because of the pattern of behavior that i've seen and the lack of change i got to move different you're not yeah. going to i'm not you yeah. don't you're not going to roll with me the same 
I love you and I forgive you, but I also now know you. Mm. So it's like at this point, I'm trusting you to be who you've shown me to be. So that means why would I put myself in a position for you to hurt me in the same ways? Because I now have a sum of who your what your behavior is telling me that you are. So it's like, we cool. I can roll with you. I can try to, and that depends. Some stuff I'm not rolling with you either. Really, at the end of the day, sometimes I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm not harboring ill will, but we don't. I don't fool with you like that. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like, and, and it's and it's okay for you to just take that break and walk away. It doesn't mean that I have any hard feelings or ill will towards you. It's just mm-hmm. your space and my space is just not needed mm-hmm. it just really just not needed um we can yep. still be good we just ain't gonna be good good you know yeah because you think about um when you were talking about the when we were talking about love languages i was thinking what i was thinking was in some instances you run across people whose love languages are wildly different and you were saying like you know i have to try and dig deep and you know and try to figure out a way in some of those instances i think you find that what that person needs is too much of a challenge for you and that highlights an incompatibility Mm. Mm. and so and 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 in friendships and relationships it's like we're not compatible that can oh. happen in any relationship we ain't compatible and it's crazy you know what I mean? that we 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 never put that label on friendship we'll put you don't. it so we much don't, on but love it we'll put it on family but we never put it on friendship like you know our love language together is just not the same mm-hmm. and, the and more i don't think I it has to be to... the same but i do think it has to be something that yeah, yeah, you can reasonably that, reach for. Right, right, right. Bad wording for that one. You know? Hmm. 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 I like that. I like that. I like that. Uh, if you had an example of love, uh, what values do you? What values did you take from it? <laughs> um. So. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of how how much of my business I want to tell. So um, you can be pure anonymous because I really didn't even ask. I didn't even say your name. So you can actually just be pure anonymous on this one. I wouldn't even. Yeah, I've I've had. No, it's fine. But so so um, in um, in a lot of my experiences of romantic love, I would say not that I have a lot. But in, 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 in my experiences of romantic love and one and one of my more recent experiences, I was able to see it presented in a way that I didn't even think to ask for. Hmm. Right. Can you explain that? Like, and, yes. And okay. that was in this. And this is super simple, super simple. But when you're a giver, you don't always think of that that being given to you um and it was support Mm. and uh support like somebody wanting to see me uh elevate somebody wanting to see me do well somebody wanting to see me um like somebody saying yo you have this in you this you would be great at this i see this you're great at this like and then do things and take steps to empower me to walk in that thing that they saw in me and so in my previous experience is it was more like me doing all of the support and the encouragement and my task 
uh, that I had even set for myself was how do I support? How do I undergird? How do I make your dream come true for you? And it was so much so and what it was that I needed to do that I wasn't paying attention that, yo, where's any of that for me? Mm. You know, mm. and even even in leaving that situation. And, you know, you, you know, you come out of situations and you're like, okay, you know, you revamp what it is and, you know, you, you know, you do the work and you figure out what it is. What did I learn from this experience? What won't I do again? How will I move differently? Still didn't think to make that a prerequisite of my, on my list or, 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 or an attribute that I look for. Hmm. Still didn't think to do it. Just happened to get it. And I was like, yo, I can't settle for less. Like, right. this is a requirement. Yeah. Did you, you know what I mean? it well or, or did you have your guards up at first? Um, I think at the time I was, well, I missed the first part of the question. What was I the said, first part did of the you question? receive it well or did you have your guards up at first? Um, I think I was, I think I heard it. I think it was. Hard to believe. Ah. Like, some of it. Some of it was hard to believe. Like, are you gassing me up? (laughs) Are you? (laughs) Are you trying to get something from me? But the thing thing about it is, is that I also, even though because I have all these fears about... um, like, I know that there are things in me, but I have all these fears about trying to go out and get them because I suffer, I suck with follow through. And so there's this fear that happens whenever I'm inspired and I'm like, you're not going to let it, you know, you know, that, that, that horrible self-talk, you're not going to finish, you're not going to. And so, so there, so I know that I have things in me. So, um, so, he, so he was pointing out things, some things that I didn't see. And so those were harder to believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and some that I did see, but it was still good to hear it for somebody else to point it out and then to encourage it and to encourage me, um, in that direction. You know what I mean? So I wouldn't say it was hard to, I didn't have my walls up, but it was, it was an adjustment period of like, really? Hmm. But then, then too, and this is probably just me specifically and my personality anyway, I'm like, how? Explain. Cause I gotta see it to believe it. Yeah, sometimes. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, when you've been gaslight—not you specifically—but when people gaslight so much when it comes to love relationship, without there's some type of string attached, or there's some type of dictatorship coming along with it, you 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 kind of hesitant. Especially now, it's like everybody just so quick to just move on to the next person. In less than six months to a year, that you uh-huh. have to kind of just be at a pause. So, yeah. Um, how do you know? How do you give love, or how do you think you give love, um, if you don't know love for yourself? I think that usually it just starts out by you treating people how you want to be treated. You know. Um, I think usually that's really it. You really, if you don't have any real concept of love, I mean, I think that's where a lot of those um, dysfunctional relationships come from and all that. But because, you know, 
uh, if you didn't have love, you know, from people that were supposed to love you, whatever those dysfunctional behaviors, that's what love looks like to you. You know what I mean? So, you know, that that's like when uh, the situations where, you know, someone grew up in a home where their uh, parents were abused, you know, they saw their parent abused. Mm hmm. And so when they grow up and they get in relationships, they don't feel as if the man is truly loving and passionate toward them. If there's not this level of like uh, aggression and uh, uh, ownership that they have of them, it's like, you ain't got that for me. You ain't you must not be passionate about me. You must not really love me. You know what I mean? But I but I think that um, if you don't have a concept of if you don't have a real good concept of love, we all know what feels good and bad when we're being treated a particular way. So I think at the very least, you treat people in the way that you feel like you would want to be treated. And 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 that and that's a good start, I feel like. But then, you know, like we said, you come into, okay, well, how does this person receive love? How would they feel? What would most effectively communicate to them that you love them? You grow into that. But if you don't have that concept at first, I think it's just... This is how I would like if somebody was nice to me in this way, I would feel loved or I would feel cared for. Yeah, um, I watched this show. Um, I think her last name was Bailey. It's a little show that, uh, um, God, I'm looking at her face and I can't think of it, but Lance Gross was in it, and um, I have to edit it in because I can't think of the little girl's name. She's not a little girl. She's a whole woman. The one that said it looked like uh, Lil Baba. I can't think of her name right now. Oh, Little Mama? Thank you. I kept wanting to say Little Mo. Um, Little Mama. And in the beginning of the show, um, she was just, you know, she was doing her thing and everything was cool. And then all of a sudden, um, the guy came in. He give gifts and he doing all of this and she thinking everything is great. And then he swigs in and start little by little um, having her to do these real, real filthy things. And after a while, you know, she associated, you know, that was love. That was the type Uh of love. That was the way it was supposed to be. But, Uh um, in the process of it, her mother herself was, you know, pretty much out there. Like she accepted the abuse and she accepted, um, the man cheating and leaving and doing all this crazy things. So, even as she tried not to be her mother, she ended up in some form becoming her mother anyway. But then it just went too far uh, for her. And it wasn't until um, pretty much when she was on her way to jail that her mother, you know, came and was like, I'm sorry. You know, when you could have just fixed this like way, way in the beginning, but you never got yourself together. So it was hard for her daughter to get herself together. And it's so much of that going on with our younger girls because of this whole, to me, social media just have you just feel like you just have to just expose yourself in a way or else the guy's not going to see you. So they're associating the love of hurt with the love of that's just the way it's supposed to be in such a toxic manner. So that was Uh one of the reasons why I had asked, um, does love hurt? Because, you know, our first session of love it's something like it's always it's it's like love and hurt goes hand in hand when you're you know growing up we don't get uh-huh. too much of let me show you what true love beautiful love 
harmony love, honesty love, purity love, support love, you know, it's what it looks like. And then we kind of just take that along with us, you know, as much as we try to run from it, we always still end up right back to it, which I don't understand why. But we still, at some point, go through that before we get to an actual point of good love, which I'm not a fan for it, but, you know, that's just what it normally seems to happen. And... I I, yeah. I wonder if they're teaching or many parents are teaching the difference between love and lust. Mm-hmm. So what would you tell uh, your younger self the difference between love and lust now that you're much older and more mature? Um. Well, I think that... Hmm, I think that in my experiences... Um, I think love is seasoned, you know, love, that's the short answer. Love is seasoned over time. And I think that, um, what starts out as lust can turn into love. But I think that if it's, you know, love is, love is based on, love is based on, um, I feel like it's based on time spent. I feel like it's based on you understanding and knowing, who the person is that you're dealing with, their character, their habits, um, their personality. And I think that you have to, if you really want to say that you love someone and it be true, I think you have to live with them in seasons. I don't mean actually cohabitate with them necessarily, because obviously we don't live with everybody that we love, but I we do do life with them in many seasons and we learn them when they, we, we get to know them when they're sad and when they're happy, when they're having financial problems and when they are in abundance, we learn them when they're being celebrated. We learn them when there is their time to celebrate us when we're in our stuff, how they show up for us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I feel like lust is based on an outward it's based on an outward look. It's based on an outward something. It could even be an outward draw. It doesn't even have to be. You could be like, because I've had people where I'm like, he ain't the cutest, but there's a draw. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's something about him, but I'm just drawn. You know what I mean? Like, if I, if I had to, you know what I'm saying? And so, uh, but it's it, it can be a draw. It can be a chemistry. It can be a pull. Um but I think those are just surface things. And I think also it could be swag and all of that. All of that can draw you to a person. Those are the things that attract. Um, I think, um, and where you go with it, lust, you know, where you go with it is like, I mean, I don't know what kind of conversation we're having. Are we having a spiritual conversation? I don't know. But, I know, it's a little bit of both. Um, but I think the question that I'm answering in terms of is like what what can present as love but not necessarily be love and what is actual mm, true yeah. love and I think that and I think that that's the answer is that love stands the test of time love is love is um experienced through seasons and I think that you can love things about a person, but if you don't know the person, you know, it's like people who've met each other, you know, and they, they, they met and they, in, in three months, they're head over heels in love. Yeah. And then, and I'm like, I do believe that you love those things about, 
that, that person, but you don't know them to love them because you haven't seen their ugly stuff yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're like, you oh, haven't seen their ugly stuff. You yeah. ain't put enough into it for you to, or went through some things to just know, like, no, 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 I just know. And I'm like, okay. I'm, and, yeah, but it's, it's funny like, though. You because can, some people can bring out some stuff. You can have all this love and all this, and you see a side of them, and you're like, oh, that's in you? Nah. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Immediately, no. You know what I mean? And so I feel like you have to see people. Um, when they're doing bad, you have yeah. to see them when yeah. they're not um on their best behavior. And I'm not saying that to say like, cause I and I'm not saying that to say like that everybody is trying to hide something. But we see different aspects of ourselves even in different seasons of life. Mm-hmm. And who are you when the chips are down? Who are you when? I'm um, being celebrated on this platform that's higher than are you this. Maybe, maybe in a way that you wanted to be celebrated yeah, and you, you never were able jealous, to be celebrated. You How do you show it for me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you it's know crazy what I mean? Because, you know, me around you, I'll be one way, you know? And people take that as being fake or, you know, you'll look at, oh, you're being fake and it's not, you know? And then me around another person, I'm a whole nother person. So it's like you have to take them around different people because they're going to come out. And then there's some that, you know, like people from the South, they're a certain type of way. They, Because I've been around quite a few people from the South. And they are very vulgar. They're very aggressive. Their their words just fly. You know what I mean? But for uh-huh. me to be with someone from the South and they're like that, you know, I'm used to it. But say I bring them around someone else, you know, and they're like, you letting them talk like that, you know? And it's like, well, that's just them. You know, it's, it's that's just uh-huh. them. So, you know, you have to kind of know who to maneuver around. So you have to bring... And I don't really like sharing my people with people's, but I do uh-huh. like open conversation of different scenarios. And then uh-huh. so I can have an idea of the type of person that you are, uh-huh. you know, and yeah, after a while sure. you start looking like, yeah, I don't, I don't think you're, you're really it. And then there's and I some, think... I don't mean to cut you off. And then there's some couples that they met Monday they got together on Friday and they've been together for 20 plus years. And you're like, how well, like how well did that work? And here I am uh-huh. five years in and I'm still questioning you. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it's, you know. Well, I think sometimes we, uh, I think sometimes we want a thing to be a thing for so, so much that we stay when we know that it's not, it's not going to work. You know what I mean? Like, you should have been then eliminated that as a choice. <laughs> you know what I mean? But then you do have some people who luck upon it and they <laughs> hey, they make it. But I think sometimes, sometimes that has to do with mindset too. Like, what is your mindset about relationship and marriage and whatever? Because I feel like um, I had this guy that I, uh, that I was, that I was seeing probably like two and a half years ago. Oh, he was crazy about me. He was, he was in love and he, you know, he just was so crazy about me, but I felt like he was much older than me too, but I felt like he was so high. He was so, um, emotional, but believe it or not, he was very emotional about like, he would, 
be moved by the simplest things and then he would want to end it. And I'm like, okay. And then he called me back. I'm sorry. No, I'm just, I was just acting crazy and I was, you know, whatever. And he'd do it. I'm like, he was, anyway, the point no, I'm you're trying right. to like make you're is. You're off balance. You know, some women yeah, would love and he that. To, like he really. But that's crazy because some women would love that. And for me, uh-uh. I'd probably be like, uh, sir, <laughs> get it No, together. and he wanted to be like, like he was like, I wish you, um, he was like, you know, of course I had, you know, kids and they, you know, they hadn't met him or anything. They didn't meet him or anything. But he was like, you know, if you, you know, I wish I would move you in with me. I would let, I would have you sell your house and I'd have you move on me. I'd put you through school. Like he meant all this stuff. And I, and I said to him one day, I said, listen, all that sounds great. Not that I was even remotely considering it, but I said, listen, that's all great. I said, but this is the thing. You want me to put my eggs in your basket. I said, Mm. but if the wind blows wrong, you take the basket away. Why would I invest in that? So why Why can't I I keep my own and you have your own and you still put me through school, sir? No, I would I would never do that. And then even and then I, one of the questions that I always ask in my dating is how, why did your last relationship end? Yes. Like what is the reasons why? You know, what was your and 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 because usually this is has to be a follow-up question, what was your role? Yeah, because, I was just know, about to say you, and I need uh, to know both sides. I don't need to just right, oh yeah. she 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 no, well what do you do? Yeah, because I'm like you can't tell me that you can't tell me you that there was nothing in, in you yeah. that you saw that you could have done differently. Like, I'll tell you, for me, in my situation, what ended it, I didn't have nothing to do with what, what ended it, but I but I definitely had to look at what my role and my unhappiness in the marriage was and, you know, what ways I could have shown up better. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm like, I'm looking for, when I ask that question, I'm looking for accountability mm-hmm. for your stuff. I'm not looking for you to paint yourself as a villain. I don't need you to do that, but I do need you to know to know that you're self-aware enough to know that, yo, in this one, I didn't do this the best, and this is how I would move differently. But anyway, in my in my asking that to this particular guy, uh, I was met with the most ridiculous reasons for why it ended it, why it ended. And I called him on it and he was like, no, well, you just don't understand. It was more than that. I said, well, I asked you specifically why, and this is what you told me. And I, and so my point was his mindset was not a mindset of a person that would be married long term. Mm, Yeah. This is a thing to do. This is the next step. And when that doesn't work, you, it it ends. Mm -hmm. And so, um, with that mindset, that that's this scenario where you meet and then they been to get you know they met and three months later or whatever then they're still together. Some of those have a certain mindset. Like my mindset was marriage is forever. I could have been married forever. I just couldn't deal with what was continuing to go on. You know what I mean? But yeah. ideally, with somebody with the same mindset who halfway wanted to do right, I would have been married forever. You know, and I said that as well. You know, when I decided, well, not so much. I decided it was decided for me. But when I got married, it was like, okay, well, now we're here. Let's work on what could be great. You know what I'm saying? Even in Uh the process of me not wanting to really be married early, because it presented itself, I figured, okay, let's go. But 
later on, you know, I had to realize, you know, you're not ready and that's okay. But I wish you would have had just said that earlier mm-hmm. in, in yeah. the story. We could have had did a whole lot more differently and still moved on the same path. But you just, um, sometimes I think selfishly, um, and we've discussed it, that there was just a whole lot going on too fast. And we mm-hmm. didn't take the time out to say, okay, this, this, that, that, and a third of how we would like it to go. Like, even though in the beginning, you know, we were great. Everything was totally great. You know what I'm saying? Despite a couple of few ticks, we still was a great team. It wasn't until um, people start questioning who we were to each other that we start questioning who we were to each other. And then we just, it was like that one little tick just broke it. And it just never, ever got right back on the same path, you know. And there was the moments of me really not wanting to be married. Me really not wanting to be pregnant. Me really not wanting to move. But I still did the sacrifice of things. And as you had spoke earlier, that was one of my biggest things. I throw myself into a relationship because I'm like, if we're in it, we're in it. And we're just going to figure it out. But if only one person is actually in it and the other person is like, "Um, I'm going to work it through until something else come along, then it's never going to work. It's always going to be unbalanced. And if one got like a high drive of this is how I wanted to go, but they don't include the other person on what it wanted to go, then that was going to be a problem too. So I realized a lot of my faults in there. Like I just had the way I wanted things to go. And then he had a way of what he wanted to do. And then we Uh never included each other on the to-do list. So Uh it was like, that's where a lot of things go bad. And even, um, which is so weird because, you know, love is a funny thing. Like in the beginning of, I didn't really love you, but as time went on, I realized, I guess I did because I'm still willing to make sure everything is okay in your way. Despite, Mm -hmm. I don't want you around me like that, but I still want to make sure you're good, you know? And Mm -hmm. I had to ask my cousin, you know, if you didn't have children involved, would you still want it to be a part of this person's life? And it was a no, you know, and I'm like, well, for me, despite what we went through, if we didn't have kids, we still would be cool. We wouldn't be together, mm-hmm. but we would still would be cool. So it's mm-hmm. just, it's funny how love is that for sure you can continue on with a person that you just don't want no relationship with in that form, but mm-hmm. you will still have a relationship of friendship. So yeah. it's just, and I think that that brings up a good point and a like a very um strong opinion that I have about love that I don't think that a lot of people agree with and that is that I believe that if you truly love somebody you always will that is just I feel like unless that person does something that like horribly violates mm-hmm. You, I feel like that's there. Like you do something to my kid or, you know what I mean? You try to kill me. Maybe, maybe then that is expunged or something. But I feel like if you truly have loved a person, like if you truly have loved them, you've known them, you've loved them. I don't know how that, you know, I don't know how that can go away unless say, for instance, this person becomes 
a shadow of their former self and they're not that person, then yeah. it's like, I don't recognize you, so no, I don't love you. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. That's yeah. the only way I can understand that. Um, and so I think that obviously relationships change. And so I think that that love can show up in different forms. I think you can be married to a person that you love completely that you never were in love with, or maybe you're no longer in love with, you know, but I think that if you love them, you, you know what I mean? I think you do love them. I think, like I said, I do think that over time you, uh, a person can do enough to you that I think you can, you can complete, you know what I mean? But I just feel like. Yeah, because, you know, you had said something earlier about lust and love of you can lust into love. And, you know, in the back of my mind, I'm like, huh, what, wait? But, <laughs> but you know, until, like, I, I did, said, I think what can start out as lust. Lust can go into love, yeah. And I was sitting there thinking, like, yeah, I guess that is initially what had happened. Because it wasn't love at first at all, you know. And it wasn't until after everything was completely done. Then it was like... Well, I guess I did. I guess I actually did. But I want to, I wanna, you know, get to the in love stage where I'm just in love with you and I, I enjoy you and I adore you and mm-hmm. I, I love mm-hmm. your air and your company and, you know, those type of things. Or even just, sure. even with family. If you can just, because you can love your family, but you did, you're not in love with because you don't really want to deal with them all the time. But it has to get to a place with love where it comes from friends, family, as well as relationships where it's healthy. It shouldn't, Mm -hmm. everything across the board shouldn't be toxic. Something in there should be romantically beautiful and romantically don't always, you know, when it comes to family, just when y'all see each other, it's a great moment. You know, you're not Mm -hmm. hesitant of just, okay, how this about to go bad? Or, okay, who about to say what to just ruin the moment? You know what I mean? It just, Uh it should be smooth, you know, on both encounters and friendship. Uh You don't have to question your love for me as a friend or you only love me because of the things I do for you. You know, mm-hmm. it's not because you just like me as a person. It's the things that mm-hmm. I do for you. And then even mm-hmm. with relationships, it's like, okay, you had a bad breakup. You need something to rebound. And then here I am. And then, ah, uh, okay. And then it moves on. At some place, the boundaries of love should go back to being beautiful. The boundaries mm-hmm. of being in love should go back to being beautiful. For sure. I think one of the, going back to your very first question about what is love, I think one ingredient that I didn't mention that I think is so necessary, it is an absolutely essential ingredient to love, and that's respect. Mm. And I think that, um, I think that that's one of the differences between lust and love, too, is that when your treatment of me shows a lack of respect, I have to question if you love me. I really do because I feel like it's a it's a part of the fabric of love. Respect is and I think a lot of times in 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 relationships it's kind of like what of of every type when there's a lack of respect I think and and I thought about that cuz I was thinking about like can you like uh when I said I don't feel like, you know, I feel like when you love someone, you always love them. Mm-hmm. In those rare instances, and I guess I'm say, making a definitive statement and then giving these caveats, mostly you always <laughs> love them. Um, but I think in certain instances where that becomes challenged is when you no longer respect the person. Because some people can do things that make you question, like, 
but I think it is when they start to display characteristics that are different than the person that you've grown to know, because I've experienced that before. And it's like, I'm starting not to recognize this person Mm. and this new person that I'm presented with. I'm having a hard time respecting, but because I loved, because I loved him, (laughs) I still showed respect. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I still showed respect, but it was challenged and it was a work because I'm like, I don't understand who I'm seeing. You know what I mean? I like that. I like that a lot. That kind of took me in abyss when you said that. Like, man, that level of respect, you know, goes a long way. I used to tell mm-hmm. people, I'd rather you hate me than love me because love just seemed like once you say it, it destroys everything. Like the cheating come, the abuse come, the the disrespect come, the the just you just have a lawlessness to it now. So I would rather you just not say it. If you do feel that way, just show it. Mm-hmm. Just don't say it. Cause once you say it, I'm gonna end the relationship. And that was me in my early years of you know teens and in my early twenties. You know, so what would you tell your seventeen year old self about love now that you're in your forties? And then I think I have one more uh, question after that. I would, I would, I would just what I just said that love is not love if respect is not present. It's not love if it's if respect is not present. It's not love if your good if your um if your well being isn't partnered with their well being. Like if it's not once like it's not just love you being loved is not just you serving someone Mm. it has to be uh it has to be reciprocal you have to be able to see that action that action both ways you know it's not um you know and i think because I'm such a self-reflective person and I always have been, I've always been concerned about my behavior. But when you're considering love and and relationships and how what you say a person feels about you or what they how they uh care for you, you have to consider how they show up. You have to evaluate how they show up for you. And so take like this is a this is not addressing your behavior towards them. So I would tell my 17-year-old self, I'm glad that you're concerned about loving well. I want you to be concerned about being loved well and what that looks like. Hmm. That's that's cute. <laughs> not cute. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> because when you said that, it just went to a peaceful place of innocence mm. of um what's the what's the it's the word I'm looking for if I said what's the word I'm looking for but it's voice your voice is spoken you know you don't mm. hide behind your emotions if you feel some type of way and it makes you uncomfortable of what the person's doing you mm-hmm. spoke it you know you 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 mm. never said well maybe it's just or he'll grow out of, or they will mm-hmm. treat me different. No, if you're mm-hmm. uncomfortable and you don't like it, you're going to speak up on it. So that was well, cute. That's why cute came out like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, you can keep it cute. You know, without being disrespectful, like what you mm-hmm. just done to me, that really hurt my feelings. And if you're going to continue doing that, 
then I cannot be a part of this, which most of us will just accept it. You know, we'll, we'll just mm-hmm. accept it and just we'll work through it. We'll we're, we're strong enough. We'll work through it. Even though it's hurting us, we'll work through it. So yeah. I do. I yeah, do women, we, we, women, we be ride or die. A lot of, a lot of us be ride or die, but you know what? You bring up another point and I wanted to mention that and I forgot this. So I'm so glad you said that the other part, and I have a couple places I'm trying to go. I'm trying to keep my mind <laughs> streamlined. <laughs> Respect. I brought up respect and I forgot to go back to this point. Um, If you love me, you show respect for me. And one of the ways that you show respect for me is that you honor and you respect my boundaries. Mm, Right. Boundaries are so important in relationship dynamics, period. And I am 41 years old and I am just now starting to. First of all, acknowledge the fact that I have not had boundaries. I mean, of course, we all have boundaries and some that I definitely do. But there are some that I, just I they're invisible boundaries that I haven't voiced, that yeah, I haven't yeah. made, uh, made necessary for people to abide by, you know. And there are ones that I did and they weren't abided by, by, but you have to, and that's, that's, and that's another form of love, your own self-love. Do you love yourself enough to say, yo, this is the level of respect that I demand for myself. So when I put out a boundary and you don't, you don't respect it, I, I reestablish that boundary. And if you don't respect it, you lose access to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so I think that um, in my 41-year-old self of loving myself, that is the that is a key component. Learning how to, first of all, determine what my boundaries are um, when I have times where I am uncomfortable talking to myself about it and then saying, so what do we need to do? We need to, and then, and then making those, voicing those boundaries. That's a practice that I'm practicing because in love, because, you know, you talk about like how you, we, we talk about being loved and how it's a skill and how people, you have to learn how to love. You also have to be able to tell somebody, you have to know what that is for you so that you can effectively communicate that if you want, like you can't, People don't show up knowing how to how to how to how to love you well. Mm-hmm. They don't. That's that's the fairy tale. That's the magical. That's the Cinderella story. Yeah, they just know where how he to show up read and he showed up and he yeah, knew exactly no. what it was and he he spoke my language and he come on stop let's stop this. <laughs> you know what I mean? For real, like let, let, let let's be honest with one another. Mm-hmm. And and if you don't know, just say I don't know how to love you. I don't know how to, you know, cause I'm going to share a part of me in this. Like, um, in a situation that I put myself in, I'm going to say that. Um, I went into a situation of just breaking the whole thing up, you know, because I just didn't like the way I was feeling about the whole overall picture. But I never communicated with the person that mm-hmm. I don't like none of this, you know. And it wasn't okay. until we sat down and was like, I don't like that you do this. I don't like that we do that. I don't like the distance between us. I don't like the way you talk to me. I don't like any of this. I think at the moment I was going through so much turmoil that I didn't really 
speak upon it early so mm-hmm. it just continued on for six to eight months and i just want to break up i don't want to do mm-hmm. this anymore you know and mm-hmm. then he said well why would you not say anything i could have just adjusted versus mm-hmm. you feeling this way towards me and you have this animosity and this block towards me every time you see me and you know, we could have just addressed it. And once we addressed it, it was like everything just like literally fell perfectly in place. Uh-huh. So I could have just not had said anything, did what I normally would do. It just ghost the person, block them, right. cut them off, and just that's it. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I don't got time for this. You know, I, I don't have time for this. You know, but, but that's and I but that's so great because I feel like wherever you end up wherever you happen to be when you figured that out like i feel like that's such a necessary part of growing up like we have to stop like we got to grow up we got to grow up until we have to do we have to communicate because like at the end of the day who's gonna whoop you like right like okay this doesn't work i got but 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 that that respect says let me communicate this but no i can very much relate and this is a a whole nother kind of relationship uh with a friend of mine where i have looked up and i'm at this place where i again where i very similar to what you talked about just not in what it sounds like the same capacity but it's a situation where i have allowed so much to happen so much so much to go on that I didn't speak what where I was uncomfortable to where all of this um, resentment has built. Mm-hmm. And so now the dynamics are just real tense and like, I just have a, a like a low tolerance and yeah. this person has no idea why. Yeah. And yeah. so even though I can definitely say this person's behavior has not been the best, and that has caused me to be a particular way, but I still got to look at me and be like, yo, you didn't communicate any of this. Now I have my reasons why I didn't communicate. Number one, I'm not confident. I'm not good. Not at, a com- yeah, um, I, don't, I, haven't, I don't have the best history of being, uh, of addressing or confronting situations. But the other thing was this person was for a good period of time going through a lot of stuff. And so I just felt like it's not the right time. It's not the right time. But then if I think about it, I'm like, dude, you went through I went through all type of stuff. Yeah. Time, all <laughs> crazy but then that stuff. goes back to that selfishness. It's like at some point you have to put you first. Dude, like, dude, I got divorced during this time. And you know the reasons I got divorced. So yeah. You know I was so this, you going through still, and here you are still saying, yeah. well, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no yeah. i'm not doing it anymore so in this yeah. journey of me doing these series of love i'm learning to speak mm-hmm. up again you know and that's why i asked yeah. the 17 year old because my 17 year old i wish a ninja would like a kitchen cat i wish you would say something to you out of pocket and i'm just gonna let it ride no 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 let's address it right now so yep. we don't have to mm-hmm. do this again you know, but yeah. then you get so caught up in another person, you lose mm-hmm. yourself. So yep. when you lose yourself, you kind of forget who you are to, to the point where you'll walk past the mirror. And like you say, you don't even recognize your own self. Like, mm-hmm. well, who are you? You know, so yep. you Look have up to... one day and be like, yo, who is this? <laughs> like, this ain't me. I remember me, but this ain't it. You know, so mm-hmm. you have. And I think 
communication. My, a good friend of mine who's a minister, he always said communication rules the nation. And I, you know, he'll say it all. And I'm like, what, what, what? He's like, if you don't speak and have a voice, you will get trampled on. If you don't mm-hmm. speak up and say how you feel, then a person will never know how they're treating you. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh. Because you 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 consent like you give you give wings to treatment that you don't address. If you know treatment that's incorrect that you don't like that doesn't feel good to you, if you don't address it, you you say that it's acceptable. You and that's and that, and it's it's a cliche, but it don't ever fall on deaf ears when it comes to me. You teach people how to treat you. Yeah. Yeah. By what yeah. you accept. You and that's why my ghostness so always came. With this person, <laughs> although I can say behaviors were not, not good behaviors all the time, but I have to say it. I have to look at me and say, but you never said it was a problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So instead of throwing the relationship away because it's at this point where it's all this frustration, I'm like, I have to do my due diligence and I have to do the hard stuff. And I have to start communicating when I'm uncomfortable. And I have to start setting boundaries about what is acceptable for me. You know, because I've I've created a pattern of behavior for years. Yeah. And so all of a sudden, like, you're responsible for some of this, too. You know what I mean? And that's the accountability always come in place. And those people who do accountability, I always love. I, I do not do the people that just only point one side. Like, no, you had a dealing in this. Even if you was, you know, uh, uh, the best wife, the best friend, the best daughter, but because you never spoke, you still had a, you still had a, a dealing in the whole situation. Mm-hmm. You can't just yeah. always be a yes man. You have to have an opinion. Yeah, no, seriously, like you have to, you you do, you really do, and it's kind of like, it, I don't have no idea why this is where my brain is going, but it's going to like sex, like when you have, I don't know what your audience is, okay? So oh, they're fine, it's all, I, I, they know, child, if you listen to like a couple years ago, they know, go. Well, I just, I don't know who the audience is, so like, I don't, but, but the point is, and, and I'm not say, it's go wrong. too far, well, I'm not even going to go too far, but it just goes into the mindset, you know, when you, you, we talked about like the, the mindset you said, somebody said, like, I'm not teaching. You should just know people have that idea about sex. Yeah. Like, That's ridiculous. It is such because that whole thing boiled all into that, too. And I was like, no, you ha- I, and that was one of the other reasons why I said I was breaking up with the guy, because, again, I never, never insinuated to him that the romance, the sex, how I want to be touched how it should, you know, certain things, Mm -hmm. you know, it shouldn't just, let's go right into it. Like I didn't, I didn't explain any of it. I just, Mm -hmm. I was just in it. So now every time we had relations, I was pissed off at the end of it, you know, because I, but you ain't communicated a thing, not nothing, not absolutely (laughs) nothing. And I'm like, well, how are you going to be mad if you never said anything? Like, come yeah, on I now. I think sometimes, I think sometimes, especially being that we are of a particular age, we're not 20. We we expect a certain level. We do expect a certain level of you should know. Even if that's not our all the way mindset, because we're at a certain age, it's like you're supposed to come into knowing this. You should at least know this. Um, now, And I will say some stuff I sure don't have the capacity 
to want to try to teach you in terms of whether that's treatment of me or like some stuff I just want you to come to the table with, but I think I'm reasonable, right? But how? I think but, I'm but, reasonable, but, but I do. But I, right I think the, the, the uh, patience that a 20 year old has and a 40 year old is gonna look a little bit different. Yeah, because I, I don't date people younger than me. It, it, I barely date people my age. Right. You know, it's 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 also though. If like for instance, if you go into it when it comes to sex, if you go into it with, okay, you're gonna be here for this amount of time. This is your purpose. So then it's like, well, I don't really, you know, care to fall too hard or to enjoy it too much because you're just, you know, this is your purpose. Then you don't really, women don't, and men honestly don't explain much because they just like, well, I'm just about to get my little moments off and then you can go on back your day. But if you're trying to move it into a place where it has to be long term or even a good years into it, then I feel like you should say something. So, and see, I think so, and so that comes to me, and, and that's true. But I think so, that, and that's just how you handle and move in in your uh, romantic dealings. So for me, I don't, I don't want, I don't, I don't have those situations where it's just like a quick moment in time. Like if we're doing this, then I I want to know that you're invested in my pleasure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I need you to, you know, even if you don't know what to do for me specifically, I do want to know that your goal is my pleasure. Yeah. And yeah. then we meet there and we build out on that. And that's, but, but, but again, in that, this being, you know, long term or whatever, it's something that's built. It doesn't happen. We got together and we had a long talk about what we like and this, this, and that. I mean, now you could do it that way if that's what you want to do. Like, we had a, you know, a board meeting before that's we ever cute. engaged. I like that. I like <laughs> you know, that. But I think it's cumulative. It's cumulative, too, though. Like, I think you, you know what I mean? Some of that is cumulative. You talk about it. You say, well, yeah, this didn't really work or, you know what I mean? But the point being, the point being, it's ridiculous to assume that somebody, knows anything that pleases you anything whether that's uh how they love you how they uh you know how they uh keep their anything that would bring pleasure or displeasure to you it's ridiculous to assume that a person should just know yeah now i do think there are universal things where it's like most people don't like this most people would want at least this i think that's there are reasonable things to assume but for people to be able to to give you everything you want to your specificity, like that's that's unreasonable and it's unrealistic and it's unfair and it's childish. It's my thought. Okay. okay so the last question is: uh, Do you still believe in love? I, I I think I have to say yes because I think. I always, I can't escape. Like to me, when I think of love, I think of God. And even in even in the places that I found myself in, and questions about some of the things that I believed in my faith, there's some stuff I don't question about God. I don't. Some stuff I don't. I will never have a question about because I just know too much. And so, when I think about love. There's some fears now that I didn't have before. Mm. There are fears that I, you know what I mean? And I think 
like I talked about before, before I absolutely would have been married forever. Um, given just a little bit more of something that I could work with yeah. um, in terms of, you know, behaviors and, you know, all that. I don't think I think that anymore. Like, I don't, because I'm like, I, like to me before, the the only reason for divorce was the reason that the Bible gave. Yeah. And I have that. Shara. 2022, Shara, <laughs> nigga, act crazy if you want to. <laughs> You're gonna be single. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's like, will I, will I forget? Because you know, obviously, I've talked about, you know, compromise and you know, love is going to cause pain. Like a person that I don't know if I want to say love hurts, but people that love you will hurt you. It's 100% guaranteed. But. So I do know that and I do believe in compromise and I do believe in forgiveness and I do all that stuff is still true, but you can't show up as a brand new person and I still stick around like you don't get to treat me any kind of way. And I cover that with like my love is not covering that multitude of sins. Right. I, can't, right. I, don't, I don't have that kind of love anymore. If that what whatever that could be packaged as. That's where I exist now. Like she's not taken. Yeah, I, 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 I no longer stand in the position that I stood in about love. And I guess this is also I'm ask, also asking, answering more so like about marriage and longevity and how you carry that through. I absolutely believe in love. Um, I'm a lot more jaded about it. I'll be honest. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm over here nodding my it. head like you can see me. Yeah. <laughs> and how that and then how that and the likelihood of that showing up in the way that I believe it should I wouldn't say that I'm hopeless but I'm a lot more jaded that yes. I'll say that for sure you, know, you had said something when you said the hurt part of love and I think it shouldn't be intentional I think that's what the love hurt part. It shouldn't be intentional. That there, I agree for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Like if I do something like you said earlier, without me willingly meaning to do it, it's just I'm just having a moment. But if I mm-hmm. am intentionally, repeatedly hurting you, then that where the problem falls. Um, for me, um, I never, I can't say I experienced the in love part of it, but I am mm-hmm. so open to it now because i'm i'm such a hopeless romantic that a lot of people don't see um i do i am i I cry boo boo tears i watched uh uh, some shows and be here balling like i think it's falling to the stars with the girl um um taking care of the guy in the wheelchair and then she fell in love and i'm over here like i love love but i don't Mm. show it on the outer core like i can't Mm -hmm. wait to get to that point where I honestly am in love with someone that is in love with me versus someone just in 100%. love with me. And I'm just I, like, okay, we're sorry, together. You know, <laughs> you know, like we're just together. But I mm-hmm. want to choose you like you choose me. I want to be happy with me as much as I'm happy with you in the relationship. You know, I yes. cannot wait to get to that part where yeah, it's... Yeah, like a healthy reciprocal yes. love because I've never known that. I have never known that. I have loved and I have probably been 
love dysfunctionally, I think, but I don't feel like I've ever experienced a reciprocal healthy love. And I, 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 I would, I hope that that's something that I experience. Um, I think the place that I exist in right now today is something that I want. It's not something that I need or that I am like, you know how sometimes when you want something so bad, the idea that you don't won't get it causes you this sadness and yeah. pain. I don't live there. Do I want it? Absolutely. I just think that my focus is different. You know, I hope that I get that. But at I the end of the day, at the end of the day, what I will have is I will love me well. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And I know that that sounds so cliche and like, like this no, sweet there's a lot little of people thing, that really but I don't really like mean that because I feel like so often we are seeking to be loved in this way that we view in this way that's like, oh, that would be so great and all that. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. I think we should know what we want, yeah. right? But I think oftentimes we figure it out so that um, when it shows itself, we'll know what it looks like or we're looking out for that thing. But I think that we miss the part where we love ourselves that way. Yeah. And so that's like where I am, like where I'm tr- not, not that I'm doing it well, but that's where I'm that's what I'm working on. And that's good. That That is that is a great place to be. At least you're taking the initiative too. there are mm-hmm. some people that just wallow in the mess and just stay there. And yeah. you feel like there's nothing more other than that. And that's not the truth to it. Um, the funny thing is, um, you had said something that triggered uh, my conversation with, with, with God this morning in meditation. You know, you always hear the you have to go through something in order to receive the thing at the end of the boat. And, you know, I had the conversation with him like, well, I don't like that at all. Like, I just don't (laughs) like any of it. Like, I feel like I should just be able to enjoy all the happiness through it all. You know, that's just how I feel. And in that moment, he went silent. And when he goes silent, somewhere in the storm, like, he going to present it to me. And I might have to be like, oh, okay, yeah, all right, I get it, God, I get it. So as you were speaking, that was for both of us. I was thinking of, you know, the the dealings that we went through and for where we're at now, when we get to receive that end of it, the beautifulness of it, you know, we're going to look back at and be like, well, I guess that wasn't so bad, you know, and I still I don't like that feeling but I get what he was trying to tell me this morning you know like oh okay well you had to deal with this in order to understand this because I could have presented something like this but because for me still being broken in them early years I wouldn't accept it regardless you know I wouldn't I would not have accepted I cannot tell you how many times I have been proposed to. I cannot tell you how many times someone has fallen in love with me and want me to move in and we have children and live this whole la-la-la land. And in my mind, I'm thinking, no, absolutely Absolutely not. not. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I don't want it. Like, why you just can't be with me without all the extras? Like, we just, just, Mm -hmm. you want to put the label and love and all this key, key, key to it. Because again, in my early years, I associated love with hurt. So anytime mm-hmm. someone came to me with love, I just knew it was just going to go bad. It was just going to go completely bad. But now that I'm in my 40 plus one, that's how I say it. Are we the same age? I'm 40 plus one. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. When's your birthday? Uh, May 7th. May 7th. Okay. So, yeah, yeah we're basically the same age. Yeah, I, when okay. you said your I'm age, I was six. like, we're the same age. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, and then as you were talking, I got thinking, dang, we was born around the same time. Mom was pregnant at the same time. And, you know, there were two different countries, but still, that's crazy. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. all of that had went on when you said your age. But, you know, <laughs> but now I'm more open to receive it than I was in my early years. You know, just because for me, I just, I just didn't expect really love, love to be until you was 40 anyway. Because, you know, if you got to live another 40, 60 more years of life, then that's enough time that I can be with this person. And we just, ah, you know, versus having to go through all the madness in the beginning. But that's just my thinking. But um, I want to say I appreciate you. I thank you dearly for taking the time to do this. Um, yes, thanks. I enjoyed it. It said so much more light on different perspectives of it as well as for myself. You know, just the level of respect, you know, because in the process of me having, you know, the TIs and the mini strokes, a lot of my thinkings and the way I did think pretty much erased. So mm. when certain people say things, it trigger like, yeah, that's how you was once before. Yeah, mm. that is you. You know, so it's like I'm rebranding me. Yeah, into, yeah, yeah. I'm doing a lot of rebranding. So, so interesting. It's 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 great, you know. And I'm a little bit more intuitive. I'm a little bit more attentive and more patient than I once was before. Um, cause at first just reckless, just completely, I wish you would try to do that. Now I will explain myself and then I will explain how I don't like it versus just going off. So it's, it's getting a lot better. Um, yeah, well, thank y'all, all y'all listeners. I hope y'all took something from this and you pass it on to the next person. Um, y'all know what I always say at my closing. Tell someone you they're beautiful. You never know. You could be saving a life. Mm-hmm.